Once again, my name is Jordan Pinkava, Nervous Child Collection, if this is your first time listening. Um, and I'm so excited for today's episode because um, it's a special episode, actually. Um, and by that, I mean that um, we usually on this show, we um, review, talk about an album, the artist, you know, what sources say, blah, 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 talk about some of my favorite albums. But today we're not doing that, actually. Um I got this idea just from, like, other people in um, WMUC and just, like, I feel like it, like, works out pretty well, you know, talking about this at this time of year. But I am going to be talking about my Spotify Wrapped today. So um, Spotify Wrapped is basically on the 1st of December, um, Spotify releases all your statistics from the year. So from um, January 1st to um, October 31st is when they record your stats for the year and then by December 1st they release them and they give you this cool little thing and they give your top songs of the year top 100 songs actually um or 101 it says on my thing but I'm gonna be playing um uh let's see what is it six songs from my top 15 I was gonna like I could have just done like my top five but two of them I played literally last week and then I just like kind of wanted some variation in there but, um, so I just picked out some that I might, uh, two songs I'm going to play in the future, but the rest of them I won't be playing in the future. So I kind of wanted to showcase some of my favorite songs ever, considering they were in my top 15. Um, so I guess before, um, I play any songs, I can read you some stats. Um, I'm just going to like play the thing on my phone and see, um, but yeah, um, so my top song of the year was uh, The Beers by The Front Bottoms. I'm clicking through the story, so give me give me a second. Um, yeah, my top song was The Beers by The Front Bottoms, which I played last week, if you didn't know. Um, I had seven, oh, 74,513 minutes of listening this year, which is 97% more than other listens in the United States, which is pretty cool. Um yeah, let's see. I'm just, like, watching the story for anyone who knows what I'm talking about right now. Um, and, yeah, The Beers was my top song. I played it 158 times, which is a cool stat. Um, I love that song, as we all know. Um, and then it gave me my top five songs. Yeah. Um, this is going to be a little spoiler. I'm not playing all of these songs. But um, number one is The Beers. Two was Changing of the Seasons by Two Door Cinema Club. Three was Supercut by Lord. Four was New Song D by The Front Bottoms. And five was Flashlight by The Front Bottoms. So a lot of The Front Bottoms, so we're not going to talk about that one. Um, keeping on through my story or my, you know, stats. Um, I'm just, yeah, there's... The thing about these stats is that they give you a bunch of stupid information. Like, right now I'm seeing my audio aura, and um, it's kind of embarrassing. But um, my audio aura was, let's see, um, bravado and angst. Um, I don't really know what bravado means, but we're not talking about that. And I don't want to talk about the fact that angst was in my aura. Um, so I listened to 94 different genres this year, which is important because, you know, that's a big part of like what I've done this year. And my top genres were indie pop, pop punk, indie rock, alternative hip hop, and modern rock. Um, let's see. What else? Um, hmm. My top podcast was the Emma Chamberlain podcast, but that's not important. I listened to 706 different artists this year. Um, but my top artist was the front bottoms. I was in 0.01% of their listeners or in the top percent of that. Um, and it says I listened to 10,860 total minutes of them. So that's also embarrassing. See, the funny thing about this whole Spotify rap thing is that it's like low key embarrassing seeing like your top stuff. And then my top artists were the front bottoms, Mac Miller, Lord, Passion Pit, and Coldplay. So you've already heard albums from Coldplay, Passion Pit, and The Front Bottoms. And Lord and Mac Miller are going to come up quite soon. But yeah, love them all. Mac Miller was my number one last year. 
And then let's see what my last stat is. Or maybe there's nothing else, actually. Yeah, but that was that was it. My top genre, indie pop, 74,513 minutes. And then, you know, top songs and top artists, which I just said. So um, with that being said, you know, that's really all um, I really have to say um, prior. Um, so I'm going to play six songs, and we're going to start off with my number two most listened song. Um, I found this song... Let's see. Let me talk about it a little bit first before I play it. Um, so my number two song was Changing of the Seasons by Two Door Cinema Club. Uh, this is a band from Northern Ireland, uh, best known for their song What You Know. A lot of people probably know that song uh, from the early 2010s. Um, I found this song in August 2020 and it has become one of my favorite songs of all time. I can't even express how much I love this song to you guys. Um, it's They're an all indie band uh, formed in 2007. And they started with an album called Taurus History, which released in 2010. Uh, and this song is just from a four-song EP called Changing of the Seasons EP. Um, it's kind of described as, like, a breakup song, but, like, a happy one. But, like, just because of the way that it feels, it's, like, not even, like, sad. It's, like, you know, the whole, like, music is not a universal language thing that I keep on bringing up. It's, like, you listen to this song to be happy, not to think about whatever... Mr. Tudor Cinema Club singer is thinking about. Um, and then I was, you know, trying to find more information about the song and whatnot. But it's, this is like quoted from um, one of the sources that I found. But Alex, the member of, of the band who wrote the song, specifically said in an interview that he didn't want the meaning of, of the songs he writes out like in the world. And he wants to leave it all up for interpretation. So that's really all I can give you for this one. But, um, I'm super excited to play this because it's on a four-song EP and the other songs don't really mean anything to me. So this is really the only chance on this like type of show that I can play something like this. Um, and considering it's one of my favorite songs I've ever heard, like I've known it for over a year now and it's just like a constant song for me. Um, so I'm really excited I get to play it for you guys. And let me get started. Um, also, maybe if I have extra time at the end, I'll just kind of like shuffle my music and just like play whatever comes up I don't know because this is kind of a free-for-all episode for me but um yeah this one is called Changing of the Seasons two-door cinema club
right. That was um, Changing of the Seasons by um, Tudor Cinema Club. Um, yeah, I was very excited to play that one. And the bridge of that song is, like, why I love it so much. Um, when he's like, come back and spend the night. Yeah, that part, that is, like, the best part of the song. I, I could not ask for anything else. Um, but with that being said... Um, there's really not much to say because it's not a traditional episode, which is, like, I don't feel like I'm, like, un- disorganized right now, but I do feel like I, like, can really budget my time. So just, like, moving on slowly, um, I'm going to play a Lord song. And I said it earlier, but my number three most played song was Supercut by Lord um, from her best tr- uh, album, might I say. But just to talk a little bit about Lord. um, so she's a female alt alternative pop artist from New Zealand. Her real name is Ella Maria uh, Yanni or oh Ani. Uh, I think I spelled that wrong. Yelich O'Connor. Uh, she's 25 years old, and her first album, Pure Heroin, came out when she was 17. So I was in seventh grade. No, I was in sixth grade actually when um, Pure Heroin came out, and then I think it was around freshman year when Melodrama came out, and as you all might know Solar Power came out um, this past year in August. But um, one of my favorite artists of all time, I've been listening to her since middle school. You know, when Pure Heroin came out, I, as long as along with everyone else who was listening to Royals and teams like so or team, so was I. Um, but I really liked her since um middle school and I became more of a fan like freshman sophomore year when melodrama came out because I really resonate and am absolutely obsessed with this album um but yeah no I started like religiously listening to her uh my sophomore year of high school but before that I was just like the average lord fan um melodrama is probably one of the best albums of the 2010s and is one of my personal favorites um I think a lot of people can agree on that a lot of people do call this like one of the best songs of the 2010 or songs oh my gosh one of the best albums of the 2010s and a lot of people don't have any issues with the album uh supercut has always been one of my favorites off the album but i'm giving this whole album another episode which is you know i kind of feel wrong for um playing a song off her album that i'm gonna play like in a couple weeks or whenever i do the album but I couldn't really wait um, to do this one because it's my third most played song for a reason. And um, I am playing three the three songs in my top five that I didn't play last week because two of them were literally from last week's episode. So I, I have to pay homage to those because they're in my top five for a reason. So that's why... Um, you know, I'm going to do... I'm going to give a, the whole album another episode, but Supercut... It's always been a favorite, and I want to give you guys that sneak peek. Um, the co-writer and producer of the album is and the song is the man, Jack Antonoff himself, one of my favorites. Um, but this song is kind of like a compilation of clips and a highlight reel of her former love Im- interest uh, and like recognizing that their relationship wasn't exactly what she envisioned it as she was in it. Um, and then this is kind of her just like living through a reel of memories and like, you know, living through a supercut, you know? Um, And you'll kind of hear that in the song. It's kind of a clear message, in my opinion. Um, Vulture uh, named it the the album's best song, which I can agree because it's my favorite song, but, you know, that could... uh, Many people can argue different things, but Supercut is a common favorite. And it's just, like, such a raw and painful song, but it's so beautiful. And this song is four and a half minutes long, but it's because it has a super long intro that kind of spans out for like a full minute. And I'm like, I'm letting the whole outro play because it's beautiful. And if you can hear it, it's just beautiful. Um, but with that being said, that's really all I have to say about Lord Supercut Melodrama. Um, super excited to play this one. I will be playing it in the future, but we don't, you know, we don't have to talk about it. So, with that being said, I want to play Supercut for you all. My head, I play a supercut of us. All the magic we gave off 
all the love we hadn't lost and in my head the visions never stop these ribbons wrap me up but when i reach for you there's just a super cut in your car the radio up in your car the radio up we keep trying to talk about us i'm someone you may be my love i'll be your quiet afternoon crush be your violent overnight rush make you crazy over my touch but it's just a super cut of us um super cut um i spared you like three seconds at the end so you didn't have to hear the whole ass outro but it was long um yeah definitely the ending of that song like right before the outro hits when she gets that really high voice in that part is so beautiful that's just such a beautiful song and lord is an amazing singer oh my gosh she's amazing at producing just lyrics everything um so 
very excited I got to play that for you guys. And moving on, we get to play another song that I will be playing in the future. I don't I don't think I'll be playing it anytime soon because the next song is a new song D by the Front Bottoms and that's their most recent album and I'm going to go in chronological order. So I don't think you're going to see that one for a while, so I wouldn't really worry too much about hearing it too soon after one another. But um yeah, we talked about the Front Bottoms last week, but if there's anyone new out there, which I don't think there is, but I don't care. Um, I'm just going to go through them real quick. So they're from Woodcliffe Lake, New Jersey, which is 40 minutes north of where I live. Uh, they're my favorite band. I have a tattoo after them. Saw them in concert, my first concert ever back in September. Found them in fall of last year. Just an amazing pop punk band. Um, New Song D is one of my favorite songs by them. Um, this was like one of those songs that I like have such a core memory just like solely by listening to them on my way to school and crying in the morning and very much a winter song um december yes uh if it were snowing then that would make it better but it's not actually i don't think it's snowing where anyone i know is listening but that's not the point definitely hits hard hard um it's so sad and i wrote i wrote this down i'm actually mental over it um this the bridge of this song really makes me want to, like, rip out my hair in, like, a bad way. Like, not like it sounds bad, but, like, in a depression way. But it's the bike part. You know, you'll hear it. The bike part is so sad. Um, it's a musical gem. It's just, it's so funky. And it's kind of just, like, all over the place. Like, it's just, like, there's so many different parts to it. Not, like, all over the place, but there's so many different parts to, like, the music itself in this song. Like, I can, like separate like four different parts of the music in my head and that's just one of the best parts um it's definitely the catchiest chorus on the album and I'm pretty sure I saw a source or two that said that too um yeah the outro is kind of funky but I'm still gonna let it play just because it's part of the album part of the song um and it's just like so much but it's so different and it's so good and it's I guess pop punk you know like just exactly exactly what you get out of the front bottoms um in sickness and in flames by the front bottoms is like i've said multiple times like last episode that like i can never decide what my favorite album by them is like literally at all um and this is like one of those albums where it's like i hear it i hear a single song from this album and i'm like in agony like uh, it's so the album is so good and i'm so happy i got to be on the tour or see the tour for this album um, but, and this is also kind of, like, one of the songs that a lot of people, like, look over. Like, I don't think the Front Bottoms play this once their entire tour, and they change up the set list every concert. Um, and I think it's, like, really underlooked, but it's my, like, maybe not my favorite on the album, but it's, like, top three on the album. Um, so that's really all I have to say. You guys know the Front Bottoms if you were here last week. Um, but we're just gonna get right into it. I'm so, 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 so excited to play this song. Oh my gosh. Okay, this is New Song D by The Front Bottoms. faces doesn't it feel like that and it took two years to replace it doesn't seem so bad when you reveal a little bit more of yourself every time you go it is hard to watch but it's good to know it isn't any fun at first it feels good but then not really it's a process come on you gotta believe me doesn't make you wrong and it doesn't make me right it just means we're different and you don't think about it all the time i fell down
on as I can without burning them. That was new song D. Uh, the part at the end where he's like, but my days are too, whatever. When he like gets his, his voice gets high at the end right before it like ends. Oh my gosh. And then the bike part, which was like the slowed down bridge. Whew. Oh my gosh. That song is freaking amazing. Oh my God. Anyways. Um, moving on to our fourth track of the night. Um, I'm just kind of flying through at this point. Um, not really on purpose. I do have an extra song that I will play if I, like, have a lot of extra time just for funsies because it's a funny song. Um, but we're just going to keep going because I kind of want to play it now. So next up I have I Can See by Mac Miller. As I said, Mac Miller was my second most played artist this year. My number one last year was in my top five the year before. I've been a huge – or maybe Mac Miller was my number one for two years in a row. I can't remember. I am a huge Mac Miller fan. Oh my gosh, I have been since around sophomore year. I started listening to him freshman year before he died. Um, and then after he died, that's when I like listened to all of his projects in full. And then I was like, oh my God, this dude's amazing. 
Um, and Mac Miller always like hit close to home, like when he died and whatnot, um, because he's from Pittsburgh, which is where my family is from. And I care a lot about Pittsburgh. Um, you know, I, that's my favorite city. Um, being there is very much like a home to me. And just when he died, that's kind of what I resonated with. And that was really hard for me. Um, but he died September 7, 2018. Uh, it was an accidental overdose. His entire his album Swimming, which I'll definitely definitely do on here at some point, that came out almost like just about a month before his overdose, and a lot of the album was about like overcoming his demons and just like growing from that person that he was. Like a lot of his music is about drugs and like having problems with drugs. And swimming kind of was like reflecting and growing on that. And it's so sad that um, he ended up dying. Uh, it was it was a uh, cocaine and alcohol laced with fentanyl, which is like so sad. And the people who sold him the drugs were like recently arrested. I'm pretty sure actually. Um, but besides the point, so this song is from Circles, his posthumous album. Um, so the album that's released after. An artist dies, um, you know, they got from his records or records, whatever, you know, they put together songs that he had been working on in an album that he had been working on and put it out for him. Um, and I think it came out in January of 2020. Um, so a, like a year and a half ish after he died. Uh, this is my favorite song off the album or like one of them. Oh, this is definitely my favorite song off the album. Um, uh, I just, from, like, sources that I read, um, it's kind of just, like, him living in a basement of despondency, uh, stuck in his bad habits, and he has hope that one day someone will save him, and he finally sees what is real and what's fake is in his life. And, fun fact, I'm sure a lot of people know, um, that Ariana Grande and Mac Miller dated for a while, and they broke up, like, the year or year before he died, and her vocals are actually featured in the background of this song, which I didn't even know until I read this. Um, so that means a lot. Um, everyone knows how affected Ariana Grande was by the death of Mac Miller. She currently, she um, adopted his dog actually after he died, which is so sad. I don't want to think about that. Um, but yeah, no, Mac Miller is really important to me. And I'm definitely going to do a few of his albums, maybe not all of them. Um, but I definitely want to do a few. Um, I was thinking about doing watching movies with the sound off. Um, but we'll see what happens. I'm just going to kind of sit on that one for a little while, but, um, I can see, um, this is my, um, seventh most played song this year. I didn't even think I had been listening to it that much, but it definitely just kind of came up so much. Um, just like in playlists and stuff. Uh, really beautiful and fun it's kind of I wouldn't say fun but it's very like oh my god what's the word transcendental I guess you could say um the production's amazing on this song um a little bit different from the rest of the album and Circles isn't my favorite album just because of the vibe that it gives but this is really awesome so I am going to now play I Can See by Mac Miller So close I can taste it The men on the moon keep playing Practical jokes, planning the mirrors and smoke that I fade away in You be complaining And I can't explain it, I guess Nothing compared to the feeling of feeling amazing Now I'm switching location Cause heaven too far when you live in the basement I'm looking for balance, I'm in an oasis Well, I need somebody to save me before I drive myself crazy And all I know If life is but a dream And so are we Show me something Show me something Show me something And all I know If life is but 
until I cannot Life is a fantasy until you wake up in shock Hitting the ground, I'm hitting the ground, I fell from the top You never expect to drop, so hold on But that's just the way it goes Your God don't wait for no one And when that's all you know It keep you on your toes You got so far to go But look at where you came from I Can See by Mac Miller. And we're rounding 1040 mark right now, so I'm just going to keep going. Um, next song, this is my um, 13th most listened to song, so we're kind of jumping a little bit further back. Um, but another front bottom song, not to play a bunch of front bottoms, but this is a song that I will not be playing because I genuinely don't think the album is worth an episode. Like, maybe I'll change my mind, but at this point, I don't think I'm going to do an episode on this album. But the song is called Bay. Like, that stupid word, Bay. Um, and it's from their album Going Gray, which was released in 2017. Uh, in between Back on Top and In Sickness and In Flames. It's kind of their, like, flop-era album because they were switching record labels at the time. And then their music just completely changed and a lot of people did not like it. And I think it was a little bit weird experimenting at first and they obviously picked themselves up at when they did in sickness and in flames but going gray is a little bit iffy um i mean just like as a whole consecutive album i feel like there's a lot of individual songs on this album that i absolutely love i i cannot stress that enough but as an overall album it really does not meet like front bottoms top tier music that i know and as someone who's constantly listening to the front bottoms i can say that this is not this album is not like up there for them. Um, but this song is just re- like reflecting on his old friends and how those like relationships he once had were not as great as he remembered and thinking about like how he was in high school and like how he changed as he grew up because Brian Sella is almost like he's like 35 or something now. Um, you know, that's that's a like what I don't I can't do math. 15 years after high school, you know, a lot of reflecting to do in that time. Is he 35? Like, that, does, that math doesn't make sense in my head, but I'm going to ignore it. Um, he's somewhere in his 30s. Um, so this song is just kind of, like, reflecting on that and reflecting on just, like, everything. Um, I think he's reflecting on, like, relationships as, as in, like, um, an intimate one because this song is called Bay. So he's also, like, he's not just talking about, like, friendships, but, like, a relationship. And just, like, growing older and reflecting on once, what once was and how he's now so much greater than his past. Um, and a lot of people, like, look at their past and they see, like, especially when you're, like, as an adult looking onto your younger self, you do a lot of reflecting and you're, like, you know, there's a lot of things to say. But he kind of puts that into words in this song. I don't know how else I was trying to phrase that. But this song is called Bay, and I love it. Um, it's... It's a shorter song. It's just under three minutes, um, but it's like a headbanger in my opinion. So 
please, please enjoy. This is Bay by the Front Bottoms. Another banger. I ah, I love that song so much. Wow. Um, really, really a great song. Uh, the Front Bottoms killed it on that one. This is like a lot of people like acclaim this song pretty high on their like Front Bottoms like top songs list. And then we're going to get on to my last, um, my last song that I planned on playing. I am definitely going to play another, songs, another song just because it's going to be so fun for me to play it. Um... And I think it'll make a lot of people laugh. And as in a lot of people, I mean, like, the two people that are listening. Um, But my last um, scheduled song that I have, like, information about is It's Cold Out Here by Modern Baseball. And the reason I'm playing this is because um, it's on, like, a various artists, like, EP. And I I don't even know if I've listened to the full EP, but it's, like, five songs anyways. Wait, let me look right now, actually. It's yeah, it's four songs, only one or two are by Modern Baseball, but it's cold out here is oh my gosh, it's so good. It's called Couples Therapy, the EP by the way. But It's Cold Out Here has been one of my favorite songs for the past year. Um I got into Modern Baseball last fall, same time like the exact same time as the front bottoms, like those two lined up perfectly for me. Um, hence why I fell in love with pop punk, but we're not talking about that. Um, but when I finally found this song, oh my gosh, it was a game changer. And this is this is weird because this song is the exact same length as Bay, which I'm gonna ignore that also. But Modern Baseball, also known as Mobo, um, they're from Philadelphia. It was four guys, um Brendan Lukens and Jake L Elward and a few other guys. They were pretty cool. Um the Jake dude 
now makes music under the name um, Slaughter Dog House. If you guys want to listen to him, he makes great music. Uh, but they broke up in 2017. I should have probably said that before, but they are no longer making music together. They made three like really great albums with each other. And I like a lot of songs off those albums. I'll definitely do a modern baseball album in the future. Um, but there's, I, I don't know what I meant when I wrote this down, but I wrote, to quote myself, so pop punk delicious core. So that's all I'll give you guys. Um, I, I wrote down that I cry every time I hear this song. I don't, but it's like low-key emotional. Definitely my favorite Mobo song, um, with like an exception of like one or two, but this is the one that like I always want to listen to when I think about modern baseball. Um, and then I wrote down crying actually right now, which I wasn't, um, cause I choose to lie in my own notes. Um, just like the song is just kind of about living life as a teenager. Uh, it was, it's an awkward confession of love. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's Jake who's like confessing the love, who's like singing that part. Um, and just, like, the boys just not getting outside as much as they wanted to and not, like, you know, they want to live their lives as teenagers. It's not, they're not getting outside. It's it's cold out there, you know? Um, and Pain, I wrote down Pain. Uh, it's such a good song. And it's just kind of reflecting on the highs and lows of high school, which that's a great theme as someone that just came out of high school. And that's what a lot of, like, pop-punk music is about, I feel like. Because pop-punk artists are always awkward, weirdo freakazoids in high school and they want to make music about it so that's why it's a constant um point of interest but yeah i'm just gonna get right into it so i have time to play my little funny song after this um it's cold out here by modern baseball don't call me now i am in bed i've sacrificed all chances for street cred as a result of again here the same bed time for 13 years but you know this, I've said it before There's a lot of things I said before Lots of things you kind of ignored You brushed it off, you always brushed it off Pacing down the hallway stairs Mental notes of quick repairs The gaps in my story for tomorrow morning Of why I was up at this hour when I have children of my own And when they have children of their own I'll spit and spew of my dumbass high school endeavors With prideful so much better. But when my freezing lower limbs Approached that sly grinning little shit I knew the truth in every vowel sound I had admitted just two nights before Goodbye was not an option It's clear to you But to no one was it clearer than to me It's Cold Out Here by Modern Baseball. Oh my gosh, that was so good. 
And with that being said, I am going to slide in this one last song. Um, and actually, I'm just going to play it and talk about it afterwards because I'm so excited. All right, here it goes. that fun oh my gosh i am so sorry i just played that song honestly that was somebody to love by justin bieber from my world 2.0 which came out in 2010 um when justin bieber released like the same album as baby by justin bieber no offense to anyone listening and i'll like never talk about justin bieber again i can promise you that but because i'm not a fan anymore he's a little bit too um controversial if you ask me but i was a huge justin bieber fan like his early stuff i will still listen to like totally but like i like second grader like 2008 2009 i was the justin bieber fan and everyone knew me as it because they used to bully me for liking justin bieber because everyone used to call him gay like shut up um i was in second grade we can chill on that um but i love justin bieber and i um I, I I used to love Just Me. Oh my god, I don't wanna I don't wanna confuse you guys. So um that was in my top twenty. That was number nineteen. And we don't need to talk about it. I used to play that song a lot for my friends 
and at like parties or like before games that was kind of like a hype up song for me um so that's why it's so high up there you don't need to question it i do not listen to my world 2.0 like on repeat and i do not listen to that song like i've not listened to that song in a long time actually which is kind of why i was so excited to play it um but yeah no um that's really all i can say um thank you all so much for listening this was such a fun episode being able to kind of step back from my album takes and just talk about some of my favorite songs um and my most played songs and now thinking about it i might just kind of do that every so often you know i might do an episode talking about like some of my favorite songs that i'm not going to get to play and just like talk through some of them because i'm looking at this playlist right now and a lot of the songs are on like albums that I just like won't play or they're on like short EPs or they're singles. And if they're my favorite songs, obviously I want to play them for you guys eventually. So I might do something like this in the future again, but next week expect an album. Um, not sure what I'm going to do, but just a little, a little like hint of like what I'm deciding in between. I'm deciding in between Mac Miller, Phoebe Bridgers, Bleachers. There was someone else I can't remember. Um, but, oh, I think it was, oh, Saba. Um, might, yeah, might definitely do a hip-hop album next week, but that's, that's a later conversation. Um, no, but this is, this was really great, um, doing this show today. I had a lot of fun, um, as I always do, but once again, really excited to show you guys my Spotify wrapped and what, you know, what I listened to this year. That, that was, that was the show. That was what I listened to this year, guys. Um, that's a, step into my actual playlist life um i love you all and i hope everyone's having a good night and i miss everyone and finals suck and it's really windy outside like 20 miles per hour so i'm gonna go walk home and try not to cry i love you this is wmuc digital college park radio jordan pinkava nervous child collection and i am signing off